Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the PH Journal's podcast Sunday discussion. In today's discussion, we're going to be chatting a little bit. It's the show season, so we're going to chat a little bit about what you guys need to know, what questions you need to ask, and what you need to look out for for booking for your next safari for this upcoming season. I'm really excited to discuss this topic uh, with you guys because I think it's really, really important for those of you, especially the first timers coming out to South Africa. I have done a podcast on this before, um, so we're just going to do a little bit of a new content that you need to look for and, and a couple of things that I've picked up in the past season that I think will bring some added value to your search. Well, before I get going, I have just finished a seven-day safari with, with Bob Parrow an incredibly interesting guy. I wish we had a little bit more time to sit down and chat. Um, but I've got to give a big shout out to his son. Uh, he started Big and Beyond Sky, um, some cool merchandise, but just basically doing what I really want to do out there, and that's just educate people on hunting, fishing, um, the outdoors, and just why our industry is so important to look after our wildlife that we've got at the moment. But without, this, without these special people, uh, this podcast wouldn't be possible, so I've got to give a big shout out to Trees and Camo. I've got to give a big shout out to my very own e-commerce website, PH Toolbox. The new kids on the block, Black Widow Broadheads, um, incredible stuff, really excited. I'm, I'm hoping to use it on a couple of hunts coming up in the season. Carbon Core Arrows, Magnum Archery, Maxis Tires. Um, just the list goes on guys. I just want to say thank you to everybody that has supported me thus far. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. So guys, without further ado, let's get into it. guys so show season is on our doorstep and this will be probably my sixth seventh year that i've been going to these shows and i've picked up a couple of things that um, a lot of people have questioned put a finger on put a pulse on whatever you want to call it out there when booking for their next safari the reason why this is so important is because it it what I'm trying to do with this episode is limit the amount of junk you guys need to carry around at these shows because I, I see it show after show, people walking around with their sling bags packed full of the latest brochures, uh, price lists, uh, whatever it is, just stuffed into these bags and by the end of the show they're just so full and yet I know, I kind of predict what happens. You get home, you chuck it on the kitchen counter and you forget about it for a couple of months without really asking, without really taking these opportunities to take those brochures out and go in depth with the people in the booths um, and surrounding whatever when you're trying to book your next show. I'm, I'm going to try and make this easy for you. Um, it's, it's just a couple of pointers. This is my personal opinion again, and, and it's just a couple of pointers that I think can really help you when booking your next safari, especially if you're a beginner, and especially if this is going to be your first time heading off to Dallas Safari Club, Harrisburg, uh, SCI, wherever it is. So these are some of the things that I suggest you do. Um, so I'm going to start off by saying um, what to look for in an outfitter. So if you've made your decision, you're going with Africa, you're going with South Africa, this is what I really need you guys to 
ask these sort of questions or get the feeling around the booth if you are fortunate enough to go to these shows otherwise if you're not we're always going to start off with this and do it right now do it right now if you're booking if you're looking to book for next year do it right now go on to your outfit of choice social media page and the reason why i say social media over website is because social media for majority of the outfitters that are out here We've come in, we're coming off of a bumper buster year. Um, it, we haven't really had time to s touch base and really get the websites up and going and refresh them as, as easy as possible or as easy as it is with our social media. So go into your social media platforms, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or I don't know, there's, there's a couple of them out there, and go around and see the past pictures. Have a look, sift through all the animal quality photos, sift through all the large quality photos and all because that is going to be recent that's going to be right here right now what has happened in the past season the website could be you might find that majority of them might be a little bit outdated and they need a bit of work it's not that they've neglected it it's just that they haven't had time to get around with you and those of you that do run these sort of things will understand that Running a website takes a lot of time, energy, and effort, and unfortunately with the season, a lot of us have had, or have been fortunate, fortunate enough to have, might have fallen a little bit behind in that sort of criteria. Always remember, look for the final print. And what do I mean about this? Guys, <laughs> I've seen it time and time again. You go out to these shows, you pick up the brochures, the pricing looks good, everything else looks good, everything falls into place. But we forget about the little farm print, the, the ironical little farm print at the bottom of each little brochure. Make sure you look, for, look out for that, whether it be at the back in front, at the bottom of each page. Just make sure you look out for the T's and C's. That's extremely important because with a lot of them out there, there might be a lot of hidden costs, which I'll get to a little bit later. And then, of course, <clears throat> what, what is the effort of your outfitter going out there? Going out there, are they trying to captivate you in a sense of animal quality? Are they trying to capture your, your attention by experience to, to Africa for any experience? Or are you coming out to Africa to experience cultures and different things like that? Have a look at that. Go into in-depth with it because... There's a lot of different people out there and, and guys are looking for different certain experiences when they're coming over to, to South Africa. Especially the guys that have been here before, a number of times before, they're looking for something different. And go out there, interact with your outfitter about it and just see what they can really bring to the table or is it just basically just pure flat out hunting. And for me that sort of starts ringing a little bit of alarm bells, have they got extra activities for you to enjoy because South Africa is a beautiful place, it really is and uh, with, with our local, uh, I don't know, we call a municipality and I know around the world it gets different but our, our local state elections is, is on the way and I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a lot of positivity bringing back into South Africa which I hope, I mean I'm being very optimistic here but you know, when you live in a country like this, you always hope for the best. So <laughs> let's hope that uh, we bring some good news. But I want you guys to come out here and not just experience the hunting. The hunting is great. We know that. But come out here and experience cultures, experience the food, experience different things. And, and ask the right questions at the right time. Um, and then, of course, the old cliche always goes, 
there are no stupid questions. Unfortunately, in the game industry, and unfortunately with some outfitters, there are a couple of stupid questions. Are they willing to answer them? Are they willing to treat you like a first time comer to South Africa? This for me is really important. And the reason why I feel so strongly about it is because if you're asking stupid questions and they're answering you with good quality information, that means they really, really want you to come and really want you to experience. If they're just brushing you off and having a quick, short answers for everything like that, and I mean this, guys, I mean it from, from transfer flights within South Africa to how many bags you can bring to, um, you know, rifles, whatever, whatever you think that the, the question may be that might be a little bit stupid, um, ask those questions because if they answer you with a detailed and an in-depth uh, answer it's going to mean a hell of a lot for your future experience and i mean this because these guys really want you to come they really want you to have a good time and they really want you to experience south africa their hunting destination their lodge their their animals uh, their environment so so really just don't feel bad about asking stupid questions this is a very important point and I think sometimes often, um, especially for the first timers that are coming out, get a little bit scared to ask, or they rather go into the internet and research it and stuff. Meanwhile, the real valuable information lies within your outfitter. So keep that in mind. <clears throat> of course, um, you've, of course, after scouting this sort of out, this, this should have been given you this should give you your little nest of a couple of outfitters that you've sort of highlighted now by this point that you would like to go and sit down and have conversations with and uh, really get to the nitty and gritty of booking a safari so questions to ask what am i paying for well <clears throat> am i just paying for the animals in these certain packages is it all inclusive do i get drinks do i get um, uh, free transfers to and from the airport. I see this has become a huge problem within the industry and it's something I really need uh, you guys coming over to really um, spend a bit of time on this and ask the right questions because unfortunately this has become a part where I find a lot of our fitters are trying to skimp a little bit of extra uh, money out of their clients it's been a tough, it's really, it, for the last two years, it's really, really, really been tough um, for a lot of outfitters out there. And I just feel they're gonna use this to their advantage to try and make a little bit of extra money instead of actually selling the experience. I'll get into that a little bit later. But for now, ask the right questions. What am I paying for? Am I paying just for the animals? Am I paying for the trophy fees? Um, am I paying for the collection from the taxidermy? Am I paying for um, all my drinks at the lodge? while I'm there for the stay? Am I paying for the transfer from the uh, airport to the lodge? And silly stuff like that. Remember, tips will not be included in this, so don't worry about that. Uh, I have done an episode on tipping. Um, it's actually my best performing podcast out there, so if you do head along to my channel, you'll see uh, the information on tipping about there. Um, yeah, so ask the right questions. Next up, properties. Um, I think this is an extremely important one. And sorry, throat's getting a bit dry. <laughs> so what happens when you don't have guests on the show? You 
uh, you start waffling on, but I really, I'm, I'm passionate about this. So I feel very blessed to be able to sit here and give a bit of advice to you guys, whether you use it or not. Um, just listening to it, I really appreciate it. Um, properties. So <clears throat> what are you hunting out of? How big is the property? Uh, what does it entail? How many species are on there? Uh, in your package, would everything be hunted on that particular property? Um, are we going to go to neighboring properties and what's the travel time and all? Because what I found, <clears throat> and it's a common problem, but it's, it's not really a problem. It's just more of a personal preference. Do people like, do they find that extra travel? Uh, for instance, we don't have animals like bushbuck blue darker or something like that so it's we automatically tell our clientele from one of our lodges it's about two to three hour drive from our other one in rocklands is probably about an hour and a half or two hours max so we always highlight that sort of stuff also sort of questions because a lot of the time you book with these outfitters and it's a two hour drive to get a spring buck it's an hour drive to get a zebra it's an hour drive to get a lecture it's two hours so you're constantly driving each and every day. <clears throat> and what that does is it limits your um, experience time. And, and what I mean by this is that you don't really have a lot of time to soak it all in. You know, you're sitting at the lodge, beautiful campfires, because you're getting back at eight o'clock at night, you're so stuffed from traveling, you've shot two animals, you've spent all day cleaning them out. You're getting back, all you want to do is go and sit around the boma and enjoy a nice big bonfire, but you can't because you're so tired and, you know, these sort of things. So ask those sort of questions. Are you prepared to do that? We're talking to a different kettle of fish now. By all means, go for it, guys, because that, that's, that's another part of this whole industry that we get to travel to our neighboring farms, whether it be a cattle farmer, you're going to travel there to experience his ranch, his kudu, and that's just the whole way of giving back. It's, it's not a bad thing, it's just different strokes for different blokes, different strokes at different times for different blokes, and that's, that's the important thing. Yeah. So keep that in mind. The species, oh, species question is for Limpopo bushback, you're not going to get it down in the Eastern Cape. You're going to get a Cape bushback hunted elsewhere up in Limpopo. So ask those sort of questions and hopefully you start narrowing your, your outfitter list down a little bit. Rifle options, of course. Do you, does your outfitter supply you with a rifle or will he help you to get your rifles into the country? I am going to do an episode on this, the procedure of getting your own rifles into the country with some of the new airlines that are accepting uh, rifles. Um, otherwise, if your outfitter does offer a rifle or hire, that is always a big bonus because it just keeps away from the hassle of the paperwork and stuff, especially if it's your first time coming out. If you've had the special rifle design for Africa and everything, by all means, bring it out. I mean, we really want you guys to use it, yeah. But if not, um, if this is your first time, highly recommend rather just using your large rifle just keep the painless episode of all the paperwork and stuff out of the way um, but i'll get into that in another episode of the podcast for now i highly recommend just using the large rifle um another big one and and it's something that's crept into the industry and and it's something um i'm glad it is because I found previously, in the, the previous couple of years, you must remember I've been in this since 2009, 
the plus ones always they came along for for like a joyride I call it there was never really any um, attention paid to the actual plus one observer whatever you want to call it um, and this is an important part because I feel that observers are play a huge role in the industry for, or as uh, curios, experience, all that sort of stuff. And I think they've got their place here. Does your outfit accommodate for them? Have they got excursions? Have they got activities? Um, have they got things that the, that the observer can do while the hunter is out hunting? This is very important because I feel that if your observer is really happy and with what they're doing, by all means, sometimes they're gonna tag along on your safari, go and watch you shoot a couple of animals or, or tag along for the experience. That, that's the great part of this whole thing is that you're sharing it with so many people. And yeah, so ask that question. If you are planning to bring a plus one, if you are planning to bring an observer, friend, family member, wife, whatever it may be, ask the question, what are the excursions? What can, we, what can be done um, for days where he, she does, doesn't feel like tagging along for the ride. <clears throat> um, this also boils down into extramural activities. What is there, if you've booked a 10 day safari, you're doing really well and you want to take a day off, what is there out there that you guys can experience? Now remember, South Africa is broad and we've got so beautiful different cultures. So ask those questions and maybe going to town one or two days or going to experience the villages, um, surrounding areas deep sea fishing the, the, the list is endless but ask your outfitter i feel the outfitters need to start putting more emphasis on that sort of stuff right now because that's what africa is about that's what south africa is about is experience the different cultures different activities that we offer we, because we've got so many and we're so fortunate to have this because not only can you come over in one safari and hunt animals, go deep sea fishing and then fly back home. The next time come out, you go wine route, you go on the garden route to go wine tasting and all that sort of stuff, shoot a couple of animals and then go out shark cage diving, bungee jumping. The list just goes on. It's incredible. And that's, and that's what I really want people to understand is that, you know, you can never come to South Africa once. You, you've got to keep coming back and, and that's the whole the whole idea of this beautiful beautiful setup we've got here so yeah do they accommodate for non-hunters also sort of questions it's a difficult one see how your outfitter you'll get a feel you'll get a vibe on how he answers that specific question on whether or not it's observer or plus one friendly and then an interesting one <laughs> and I don't know how I'm going to say this, but it's, it's one, you know, I was sitting in the booth, I think it might have been, I wasn't even Narisburg, I think it was Reno a couple of years ago, and we're sitting in the booth, and it was just me, uh, the gentleman that was helping me at the booth, he moved on, I think he went to the bathroom, or whatever, um, and the gentleman came, he booked with us, but he came back, and it was just him, him and his wife booked, and he came back and it was just him. And he sat down and he, and he stared at me for about, what felt like for like five minutes, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like a couple of seconds. And he just said to me, he said, you know, I've walked around Reno 
and yet I come back to you guys. But everybody over here just sort of got says the same thing, does the same things, and promises the same animals. But yet, what makes you different to the rest of these guys? When I got to admit, I was, you know, you, you, you get put on the spot very, very quickly with that sort of question. And you, you start running through scenarios in your head and you start thinking about it quickly and all of this sort of thing. And, and I said to him, I can't remember what the gentleman's name is. He actually hunted with us this year. I think one of our PHs hunted him. And um, I, I remember saying to him, I said, you know what? I don't have an answer for you right now. But come back tomorrow and I'll promise you I'll have the best answer. And he did. And he came back and he said to me, he said, so what's your answer? And I said, to him, I said, the company that I work for was not built to make money or it was not built to prostitute the industry. The company I work now was built on family, morals and perspective. And what I mean by this is that everybody wants, we want everybody to come to our company to share Africa, to share South Africa. Whether we make a little bit of money off of it or nothing at all, it's all about passion, family, and experience. And that's what I said to him. I said, that's what sets us apart is because when I was the first hunter on this property in 2003, everybody around me was my family. And that's what built us up to where we are today because of those morals and values that were instilled in us from 2003 to where we are today. And we've never lost sight of that. And that's the important thing. And that's what sets us apart from the rest of the company. That's for another discussion I have explained in a couple of my <coughs> YouTube episodes and uh, podcasts why I do what I do and uh, I'd appreciate it if you guys go along and watch those episodes but that, that's it. Ask that question. What sets you apart from the rest of these guys? Because to be honest with you, you can walk past a thousand fancy booths, you can walk past smartly dressed outfitters, smartly dressed PHs. PHs that wear shorts at the shows or I'm one of them. You can walk past a thousand of these people. But what sets your company apart from the rest of them? It's an interesting question. Put your outfit on the spot with that one. <clears throat> now, once you've done all of this and you've sort of highlighted where you're sort of heading, it starts becoming a little bit more personal. And I say this because we sit in these booths time after time and we discuss these sort of things and we go through the motions and all of that. Are you just going to become a number or are you going to become family? Are you going to be somebody that's going to leave there and be remembered for what you've done, for the experience you've had? Or are you going to just be somebody that's just gone through the cracks and sifted out the very next you know, the next week. It's an important one because I feel in today's age and today with the way the industry is going, it's important to set up family, 
no, that's, that's not the right way to say it, but it's important to set up relationships. Relationships with your outfitter. Because to be quite honest with you, the way the industry is going, one outfitter can be able to, would be able to in time, be able to offer you a lot more of the African experience than what you outfitter bouncing, outfitter hopping will do. And this is, this is an interesting one because I feel that there's a lot of times that people just come in, they just blow through the cracks and they go and they, they, you know, they have an all right experience and then they leave and they'll be, get back and they'll be like, that was really nice, you know, I had a good time. But have you left the mark? For the left the mark, you enough to remember them for a long time and vice versa. That's an important in leaving a legacy behind in Africa and them wanting you to come back next year because that's where the real deals start happening is because you're a returning client now, you really want the best service, you want the best prices and everything. We'll get into that, but right now that's, 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 you know, that's the important one. Getting back into the whole deal side of things, are they just giving you a deal to get you there? Or are they doing you a deal because they genuinely want you to come out there? And this is important, guys. And, and a couple of things is, is that I feel that <clears throat> there's a lot of question marks to be asked around what sort of deals. Are, they, are you getting there? You're saying, this is what I want to do. This is the package that I'm looking at. And they're just slicing prices, left, right, and center. Or they're engaging in a conversation. Well, why don't you do this? Why don't you? let's offer you this let's do that you know because i often feel that people just want to book 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 and not really look after the customer's needs satisfaction questions that sort of stuff so this question boils down to everything i've asked before what to look for fit in the booth are they giving you all the attention that you need. Um, are they answering your questions within depth? Ask the stupid questions. Um, you know, what are you paying for? Are they, you know, slashing price? Oh no, I'll chuck in free drinks or I'll chuck in a free transfer from the airport and that sort of thing. So, so look out for those sort of things. And if you feel that you are, you're getting a good deal, but some of it seems dodgy, you'll feel, your gut will tell you, rather just back away. Um, or go out there and get a couple of references. Phone the references. That's another important topic is references. Phone them. Have a look at them. Are they genuine guys or are they just agents that they've put in as references? Phone them. Have discussions with them. Have conversations with them. Go back on their social media. Have a look when these guys actually hunted them. Um, how long ago? Was it recent or was it a couple of years ago? And, and have a feeling like that. You know, at the end of the day, if you pick... There's, there's bad bad outfitters out there, guys. And there's guys that are there that are going to start taking, taking chances. At the end of the day, with our modern day technology, if you pick a bad outfitter of today, unfortunately, and I say this with, with utmost respect to the people that have done this before, unfortunately, the blame's on you. Because there's more than enough tools for everybody out there to go on there and do a little bit of research, ask a couple of questions for you to choose the best possible outfitter that suits you, suits your personality, and suits what you want to do. So keep that in mind. <clears throat> I think those, that's, that's, that's a really, really important one. 
do the homework, do the research. Um, yeah, guys, so just in closing, show season starts officially for me on the 1st of January. I'll be heading out to Arizona to help my good mate, oh, Mr. Pat Dugan, pack up our trailer. And our first stop will be Dallas Safari Club. I believe it's the 6th of January that we'll be there. So if you are in the area, please head along to the booth. I've got a couple of cool PH Journal shirts, caps, stuff that I'll be handing out. Um, really would appreciate a, a little bit of support. If you want to inquire about Hunter's Hill and where I work and that sort of stuff, by all means, head along. I'm all for the conversation. Um, it might be great to meet a couple of you guys out there. So I really, really am looking forward to it. We head on to um, Texas where we'll do a bit of hunting. Hopefully I can bag myself my first North American species. Um, and then on to SCR. Uh, it's in Las Vegas this year, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, back in Vegas, the, the Sin City. Um, but yeah, and then we head back and we swap over teams and the rest of the team will go back up to do Harrodsburg uh, and there's a couple of other places that they're going to. Um, more details to come, I'll post it on my <clears throat> Instagram stories and stuff. Um, and yo, just keep in touch. I mean, if there's any questions you guys would like to ask, especially about today's episode, um, or if you would like any more feedback, if you have any episode suggestions, please hit me up. Let's discuss it, let's chat about it. and. Uh, Hopefully we get you guys going on the right direction to select the perfect outfitter for your needs. Well, guys, I had so much fun doing this episode. Um, I really appreciate everybody that's tuned in, so thank you once again. Until then, um, we'll be closing off the podcasting on the... I will be doing my last podcast on the 12th of December. I'll be closing it until we finish with the show season, just for obvious reasons. Um, with the break and stuff, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get time time around the camera, and I've got a lot of YouTube editing to do. So um, we'll be closing the season off on the 12th of December. I'll be doing my last podcast, and then when we get back, <clears throat> probably around about the 30th of January, I'll be back on air and doing what I love doing and doing some more podcasts with some really cool guests. So I'm really excited to share with you that with you guys. But until then, uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. Um, if you haven't yet, I've got a couple of really cool videos coming out on YouTube pretty soon. I hope I can launch them as soon as possible. So if you would like, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications to find out when these episodes will be launched. So guys, from myself, um, until next time, stay blessed, stay safe, stay humble, and we'll chat to you guys soon. Happy hunting. Cheers, guys. Thank <laughs> you.